now gives me great pleasure to introduce this year's commencement speaker, serial entrepreneur and CEO of startup Pensando Systems, Prem Jain. Once described as the heart of Cisco, Mr. Jain held various leadership positions um, in his nearly 23 years of career at Cisco Systems, most recently serving as the senior vice president of Insemi, where he was building the next generation data center solutions. Mr. Jain also served as a member of the founding team as Crescendo Systems Senior Technical Advisor at Cisco Systems, Senior Vice President of Routing Technology Group at Cisco, and Senior Vice President of the Server Access Virtualization Business Unit. His leadership of diverse team truly embodied the entrepreneurial spirit that led Cisco being named as the most valuable company in the world in the year 2000. Prem Jain is the recipient of multiple patents and holds a bachelor's of engineering degree with honors from Birla Institute of Technology and Science in Pilani, India. He is actively involved in volunteer work for nonprofit organizations in U.S., several universities, and various nonprofit organizations in India for support of underprivileged communities. And of course, Mr. Jain's insight and accomplishment are of interest to all of us as he's a member of the Aggie family, an alumnus of UC Davis Master of Science program in electrical engineering. Please join me in welcoming Prem Jain. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for your warm welcome and kind introduction. Thank you, Dean of Graduate Studies, Prashant Mohapatra. And in addition, please allow me the great honor of wishing congratulations to the class of 2017. To all graduating PhD and master's students, Please give yourself and your loved ones, those who have provided you the support and the inspiration you needed to reach this day, a big round of applause. It was 41 years ago when I myself had the honor of graduating from UC Davis. I still remember some of my thoughts and feeling on that day. Namely, I recall realizing that I was at a major milestone in my life journey, but my real life journey was just beginning. And so it goes, of course, for all of you. Now in strict truth, I can relate the master students here a bit more than I can relate to PhD students which is not to say I did not try to get my PhD. What happened was I was, I was sitting in Professor Loomis's office when he received a phone call from a career center. 
it was a company called BNR who needed to hire someone experienced in microprocessors. Well, as it turned out, I had actually written my master thesis on the microprocessors and its use cases. Professor Loomis suggested me, before I get my PhD, maybe I should get out in the field and get some real world experience. Then afterward, I would come back and get my PhD. Well, I took his first part of his advice, but not the second one. Meaning, I went to got the job, but I never end, end up coming back to the PhD program. But I knew that someday, somehow, I would return and look now, here I am in front of you. I thank Professor Loomis for that pivotal advice. Speaking now as someone who's looking back towards his past, I encourage you to move forward in your lives, guided by your passion and your hearts, as well as spirit of ceaseless curiosity and inquiry. Such will serve you well wherever you may go. And as you travel along your paths, you will come across many folks. You will have to make some difficult decisions. Indeed, I encourage you to make such decisions should your hearts inspire you to do so. Don't just go with the flow or take the easiest or most convenient path. Forever, for over the long run, doing so, you will probably prove harder than you ever imagined. I will share you with a story. When I was at a crossroads in my own journey, I grew up in Delhi, India, in a family that ran a very successful business. My parents named me Prem, which means love in Hindi. And they instilled in me the finest values they knew of honesty, transparency, humility, nonviolence, and particularly applicable to our graduate students, being able to identify your strength and weakness at every moment of your life. This was the key to know who you are, to know where, where you rise, to know where you fall, where you excel, and where you are limited. Many of us grapple with such questions across our entire lifetime, as all of us are always works in progress, but it still pays to do our best to figure these things out. My family business was the manufacturing and selling of turbans. Initially, we sold to Indian kingdoms, but then following India independence, we sold to families who wore turbans for special occasions. Like all of you students, I faced some choices upon graduating from high school. My father's wish for me was simple, he wanted me to join the family business, but my mother had a different plan in mind. She wished for me to go and pursue higher education as she herself had been deprived of such an opportunity, not even attended high school. Back in those days in India, to not to honor my father's wish was a very big deal, but I stood strong and followed my own instincts, so I learned hard 
I leaned hard into my mother's position. You see, I had a sneaking suspicion that the turban business would not be around for much longer. As such, I wanted to take another path of higher education. Before long, I told my father my choice. I would go to one of the top 10 engineering schools in India, Bits Pilani, in pursuit of honors degree in electrical engineering. And now I stand before you 50 years later, saying with full conviction that I was able to live out my life dreams. At the time of my decisions, however, I struggled immensely. It's easy to say I was right in hindsight, but in the moment, it is always very difficult to parse what is right, what is wrong. Yet, that is exactly what I encourage you to do, all of you. At times, the choices will be At the times, the choices will be those who love you to the most and whom you love the most will not understand where you are coming from. But what is most important when all is said and done is that you take control and responsibility of your life journey. In the meantime, however, don't shut off your heart from your loved ones, no matter how much you might find yourself in disagreement with them. Preserve those bonds always and maintain good and open communication. The journey is so much sweeter when you loved one, you can share with them. With that in mind, I'm proud to say my dad never stopped loving me despite my decisions and I of course never stopped loving him either. Naturally, I went on to make more controversial decisions. It was not enough that I attended bits. I also made the decision to hitchhike across Europe on a modest of $1 a day budget. I went with a close friend. Our starting point was Kabul and London was our midway point. We arrived back in Kabul two and a half months later. And let me tell you, my friends, nobody in my whole family had the faintest notion of what it really meant to hitchhike, let alone to hitchhike across Europe. I mean, taking rides in cars with strangers, clearly I had to have lost my mind. Probably like you telling your parents that you want to climb Mount Everest. By the way, I am training right now to climb Mount Kailash. But what did my father do before I left? Did he yell at me? Did he turn on me? Did he curse the very day I was born? No. <laughs> he gave me a round-trip airline ticket and told me, Please use it if you don't get a ride. <laughs> Such was the nature and extent of his love, just as I know your parents have unconditional love for you. 
Fortunately, I did not end up using the plane ticket, which is not to say the trip went smooth. Oh no, we had our share of challenges, money challenges, language barriers, dietary restrictions, I'm a vegetarian, a moment-to-moment -moment sense of risk. Sometimes I had to solve major problems, other times I had to just accept the problems which I simply couldn't solve. But through it all, I learned a great deal about the perpetually surprising nature of life. I learned that no matter how well or how carefully you plan, life will throw endless curveballs at you. This is just the nature of life. In time, though, I came to crave the surprises, which is why I repeated that hitchhiking trips multiple times over the next several years. Thank you. As I had foreseen in advance, my family's turban business ended up collapsing. A crisis took hold of our family, and I took the matter very personally. I knew it was my job to intervene to help, but I could not do so with my current credential. I needed a higher form of degree from a country that was not India in order to succeed. And so it was my own life journey led me to UC Davis. My plan was very simple. I would attend UC Davis, get my master's degree, and I would use my resulting income to help my family. But like I said, life throws surprises at you. Oh, I did graduate, I got my master's, but before I could start my first job, my father passed away from heart failures. I was yet at another critical crossroads in my journey. I still yearned very much to succeed, but now the desire was pointed in a different direction. It was not specially about my father or my family now. It was about my fate. I saw a picture of myself in my mind as an entrepreneur. Seven years after graduating from UC Davis, I was fortunate to get on board with an exciting startup called David Systems. We developed a monumental piece of technology, truly groundbreaking, a breakthrough, a revolution. But in the end, it failed. Nobody wanted it, nobody bought it. I would have been well within my right at that juncture to simply give up and embrace a less risky path. Yet somehow, for some reason, this enormous failure simply made my fire burn even brighter. And it was not just about proving myself. I also felt bad for all venture capitalists who funded us, as well as the employees who spend and pour their times and energy into our venture. Yet all this had happened for a reason. And it turned out a few of the very same venture capitalists who had funded our first venture were forward-thinking enough to fund our second one. Thus began an entity called Crescendo. Within three years, Crescendo was acquired by Cisco, and so began an immensely fruitful, long-lasting relationship with technology giant. 
Crescendo blossomed into multi-billion dollar business. More venture followed, Andiamo, Nova, NCMA, and we always experience great success with each one of them. However, although I achieved success, I never parted with values I had learned in my childhood, chief among them, honesty, transparency, and humility. humility. I remember once a client had a problem with our technology, I faced the choice of denying the issue or being open with him about my awareness of the problem and why it was occurring. In the end, I could not live with myself unless I choose openness. So I told him the truth and he not only did not fire us, he went on to become one of our most loyal and valuable customers. Humility has been even more important as I look out at all of you before me, I see countless success stories just waiting to happen. Embrace it, look forward to it. Success will come, but when it comes, remember always to remain humble. Don't strive to be a star in the sky. There are already plenty of those, and you truly cannot tell one from the other. Instead, stay grounded. From the ground level, you can actually see more clearly. You will see the transitions that are coming and have a better chance to navigate your way through them. In an age of such rapidly changing technology, compete with clean energy, self-driven cars and trucks, robots doing human jobs, drones and virtual reality, being able to anticipate change is an absolute critical trade. Meanwhile, from the ground level, you will also be able to see the valuable peers among you and be able to work by their sides, building their trust and confidence without letting your ego dampen your collective efforts. Moreover, you will be able to stay abreast of trends and ideally stay ahead of the curve, setting the trends instead of following them this will enable you to enjoy the best kind of success, which is that of a pioneer, rather one who just earns money. All along the way, no matter what you do, attend to it with all of your mind, heart, and soul. Work hard and also expect your share of failures, but know that if you can keep up a picture of success in your mind, you can most certainly achieve the reality of that success within in your life. And one last reminder before, if you don't mind, please, as you all succeed and conquer the world, keep your loved ones close by your side. Don't be the person who says on your deathbed that you wish you had spent more times with your family. Strike a balance. About 10 to 15 years ago, I was struck by the revelation that I was totally out of shape. Nowadays, I hike on Mission Peak multiple times a week. I always bring my loved one with me, whether it's my dear wife who I met in an arranged marriage or our children or even grandchildren, all of whom I am proud to teach the very same values that my parents once taught to me. Yet, in the meantime, I still 
have not retired. I still attend to my work passions while keeping my familiar passions relevant and attended to. That is the balance, that is the journey, that is the life experience. May you have a happy, healthy, and compassionate way of living. May the very most that you aspire to, very least that you obtain. Thank you all, and congratulations again.